We are back. Welcome to the second episode of Behind the Founder. I am your host, Jonathan Margell. For today's episode, let's do things a little differently. Want to unwind? It's been a very interesting last couple days. A lot of emotional up and down, all related to sports, by the way. Let me pour up a little Fernet on the rocks, and then we'll get back to it. Extra crunchy, the ice. I'm joking, I'm joking. But it's a great drink, Fernet Branca. In this week's podcast, we're going to get into a few subjects, one being the NFL draft and why I'm very, very excited for how it played out yesterday and today and tomorrow. We will see. Also, I would like to cover my experience cutting my hair or having my hair cut during quarantine. Very, very interesting story. I think right now, uh, a lot of you have either just done it, you're thinking about doing it, you don't know, let's talk about it. Also, last week, I asked anyone listening if they wanted to submit a question, I'd be very happy to address some funny ones, some interesting ones. So going to get into a few listener questions today. I hope you enjoy. Did he say that he's drinking Fernet Branca? What is Fernet Branca? That's a really good question. Well, it's an Italian liquor. It's made up of many different herbs and spices and bitters. It's delicious. I believe Pablo, my partner, told me that this is likely the number one best-selling alcohol in Argentina. And I said, why? Like, Fernet Branca tastes like toothpaste. Why would people like this? And he explained to me that many years ago, there was a prohibition and this was the only liquor that people were able to to consume. And they would actually have prescriptions from doctors prescribing this as, as something that you can drink to kill a cold or clear your throat, whatever. So the whole country resorted to this and everyone loves it to today. So I love it. I love it a lot. But there's another problem. Very hard to find Frenet Branca at the SAQ. Why? Good question again. Really liking these questions, by the way. Because apparently it's one of the more popular drinks in the nightlife industry. So anyone that works at a restaurant, a bar, a club, whatever, apparently everyone in that world loves Frenet. They buy it. Very hard to find it on the shelves. I'm going to stop talking about it, but I'm going to continue to drink it. And let's get into some more interesting topics. So if I'm going to do the podcast correctly, it's very important that I talk about things that are near and dear to my heart. One of those things, football. Love football, love watching football, love playing football, love attending football, football 24-7, all the time. Love the NFL, love the Miami Dolphins. Big, big, big part of the day-to-day. It sounds crazy. Literally, it's a hobby. There's a few things that, that I would consider hobbies. Football is very high on, on that list. Spend a lot of time in Miami. Love the Dolphins. Always have season ticket holder. Really care about the Dolphins so, so much. So the Dolphins, 
finally drafted a quarterback who's very good. I mean, very, very good. Dominated college, runs around the field. We got Tua, throws the ball, he launches it down the sideline. Just the best athlete ever. Big, big deal. It's been a lot of years of suffering and being sad. It's just the worst team to be a fan of, but I love them. I have no choice. Always the Dolphins, always will be the Dolphins. It's been a lot of tears, a little bit of joy, but more tears. And I really think things are going to change now for the better. They, they have a new coach, new general manager. They have an amazing young quarterback. I'm very excited. I have no idea when I'm actually going to be able to go to the next game, but I, I really look forward to that day more than ever now. We've got a baller. We've got a Tua. This is a big deal. So when I started watching football in the early 2000s, it was just, just after Dan Marino played his last game as a Dolphin. Obviously, he's a legend, really good actor in Ace Ventura. Um, there is a lot of quarterbacks between that day and today. I'm going to read a list of them. Jay Fiedler, Ray Lucas, Brian Greasy, AJ Feely, Sage Rosenfels, Gus Ferrat, Cleo Lemon, Joey Harrington, Dante Culpepper, Trent Green, John Beck, Chad Pennington, Chad Henney, Tyler Thigpen, Matt Moore, Ryan Tannehill, Jay Cutler, Brock Osweiler, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Josh Rosen. That's a long list. That's a lot of quarterbacks to watch over the last 20 years. It's insane. There's some teams that have one quarterback from that entire period or very close to it. Well, we have Tua. I really think he's the best QB. He has huge upside. Like since Dan Marino, this is the guy. Uh, I look forward to watching this kid run around the field, launching passes, scrambling for touchdowns. Really, really big deal. Very excited to see the Dolphins draft him fifth overall yesterday. So, hard pivot right now. We're talking about haircuts. Nothing to do with sports anymore. It's in the past. If you didn't really care for that, don't worry. There's light at the end of the tunnel. So a few weeks ago, when quarantine was kind of getting started, I realized, shit, I'm going to have to cut my hair soon. I'm the kind of guy that loves going to the barbershop weekly. This is going to be a situation. So I figured out which gear to get, scooped up all the gear, Amazon, right to the house, just sitting on it for a few days, trying not to think about it. But the day came. So I went up to my wife and I said, Ella, today's the day you got to cut my hair. And she said, I'm not doing it. I'm nervous. There's no way. I said, you don't have a choice. It's getting fuzzy. The gray hairs are coming in. I don't know. Like, do it. If you mess up, I'll just shave my head, buzz cut, and we'll figure it out. It'll grow back. It's okay. So got into the shower, gave her the, the clippers. And what I said was three different sizes. Three. We're going to do a three from the bottom to above the ears. Then we're going to go up a little bit and start with a two and go a little lower. Then we're going to take a one and we're going to go a little lower than that and just clean it off nicely with the number one. So 
It actually turned out pretty good. The hair looks nice. We didn't touch the scissors for the top, but very, very happy. I feel fresh. I feel like a young man. This is a big, big deal. Very clean. You know, if you feel clean and you look clean, you're going to act clean and you're going to get it done. So very thankful for that. And I realize a lot of you are probably in the, in the very similar position, except maybe you don't love the end result. But, you know, I, I, uh, I'm seeing the pictures, I'm seeing the videos, I'm hearing the stories. Some of you took the plunge, you cut your hair. Others of you are thinking about it. You're getting ready to do it any day now. I actually noticed that I've seen people complain that they can't buy gear. There is literally a shortage of clippers and, and hair, hair products to, to, to do haircuts. Like I would actually love it if some of you sent some DMs, wrote some comments, anything, letting me know about your hesitations for doing your first quarantine haircut or some funny stories about the one that you received. I think it'll be a lot of fun to talk about it. I think we're all in this together. This is a reality. It's been a few weeks now. The hair is getting a little schluffy. You know, it's time, uh, it's time to give it a little trim around the ears. So let's talk about it. Shoot me some messages. I would love to, do, <laughs> I'd love to talk about this in more detail next week. You ready for it over there? You have now arrived to the part of the show that I'm very excited about. I'm really looking forward to doing this. I want to answer some questions. I want to get into the nitty gritty. I want to have some fun. Let's get started. Thank you to everyone who participated. I got a lot of, a lot of very good entries. I'm going to choose a few of them just so you don't have to listen to me for that long today. Question number one from Ant WC. What are your favorite sneaker drops of 2020? Great question, Ant. And I know you're a proper trainer fit guy. So I have top three answers for you. Number one, for sure, Air Max 90 reverse duck camos. It has everything that I love in a shoe. You have the camouflage. You have that really nice orange. It's beautiful. Some really nice patterns on the shoe. Uh, and it's my favorite silhouette. For sure that. Number two, love the Safari Dunks. Very, very cool shoes. Instant classic. I missed out on the originals. Very happy to get my hands on these. Really love them. And number three, the undefeated collaboration with Nike for the blue and violet Air Max 90s that they recently released. There's a very cool mix of different patterns and different materials. Really, really sick shoe. Also, a question from Anthony WC, TV shows to help get through the quarantine. So, number one, almost done watching Hunters on Amazon Prime. Very, very good show. A little hard to watch. It hits close to the heart, but it's very interesting. I enjoy it immensely. Almost done. Don't ruin it for me. But it's okay. By the time you hear this, I'll probably finish it anyways. Also, the last or the latest season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, which recently stopped, was unreal. For sure the best one, best season of all of them. Just nonstop chaos, laugh out loud, funny. Very, very good season, very strong. 
I think Larry's wife in the show, she directed a few episodes. That was, those are some great episodes. Uh, just very, very funny show. It's for sure my favorite show. So it's a pleasure to have that on live, fresh content during the quarantine. That was a, that was a big highlight for me. Obviously, the Michael Jordan documentary, that's complete fire. That's on Netflix. And that's kind of it for now. That's kind of it for now. A few garbage shows here and there. Didn't really get into them you know, enough that I would even talk about it. Um, look, if you have any recommendations, let me know. I appreciate you. The next question from Nat Daily. The time you went all out as the most intense fan for a sports game. I would say it was two years ago on the sideline, right next to the Dolphins bench, at the end of a game, overtime, Miami Dolphins, Chicago Bears in South Florida, field goal attempt for the Dolphins, last play of overtime. It's going to end in a shitty tie if they miss it. They get it. I'm literally next to the bench. I'm jumping. I'm going nuts. Also to mention, it was unlimited alcohol in the section. A lot of Miller High Lives were consumed. That, that helped give me the fuel to jump up and down. Literally next to the players, big celebration. At the end of the game, I'm a grown-ass man giving everyone high fives with the kids as the players are coming, coming into the tunnel to go to the locker room. Got a pair of gloves, wore the gloves in the parking lot to hold beers to follow after the game. That was a good moment. That was a great memory. There's some really funny videos from that. That was the, the time I went most, most intense. Went wild, for sure. Question from The Real Stoffy. Obviously, the fire kicks and favorite tech toys. So let's talk about the tech toys. I'm definitely a geek, but you know what? Not that much new tech per se. I did buy an old video camera to help me with the project of converting old tapes to digital. It's not new tech. It's, it's the exact opposite. It's old shitty tech. That was pretty much the, the only tech toy. Um, but I have to say, in a similar atmosphere or on a similar note, I'm really enjoying the software side of things and, and some of the changes that big businesses are making to their operations. I'm really observing, watching how companies are adapting and just completely rethinking their day-to-day -day in a variety of different businesses. It's, it's quite fascinating. So that, that's definitely a highlight for me, but unfortunately, no big tech toys to talk about. Next question from Dorian was taken, your top five sports uniforms across all major sport leagues. I love the question. Thank you for sending that in. For sure, let's start off the list. Montreal Canadiens, timeless jersey, Bleu Blanc Rouge. It's barely changed throughout history. Very clean, very nice, very simple. Love my home team Habs. Sick jersey. Also, keeping it Montreal, the powder blue Expos jerseys were complete mint. That's a jersey. Very, very sick. The powder blue pants to match. That's a jersey. Also, sneaky answer to the question. The Nigeria soccer jerseys from the last World Cup were complete fire. Those puppies sold out very quick and were very hard to scoop up. Very high international demand for those. Also, I have a friend who got me into the English Premier League. 
Tottenham Hotspurs, the Coys, the Yids. Let's go. Very, very wide variety of sick jerseys that, that they spit out every, almost feels like every month there's a new kit that's really, really nice. Um, so many jerseys from Tottenham, that's for sure. And number one, easy answer, anything that the Seattle Seahawks are wearing, all the alternate jerseys, their homes, their aways, the Volt, and the Lime, and the cool patterns, that's a jersey. That's a jersey. I love those jerseys. All of them. They're sick. And last question from Daniel Mahler, 77. Please tell your reaction if the Dolphins would have chosen a defensive tackle fifth overall. For sure, I would have punched a hole in the wall. If that happened, I would have lost it. I would have went bananas. I would have screamed, would have acted like an animal. Uh, (laughs) Thank God we got a QB. Things are changing. They're looking brighter and brighter. Very positive outlook. But a defensive tackle, man, that would have been bad news for me. Well, episode two, it's a wrap, bud. We're done. Stay tuned for next week. I'm going to try to get started with a few interviews. There's a lot of interesting people in my network out there waiting to chit-chat and kibitz with. It's going to happen. You're going to love it. Here we go. (laughs) Thank you for putting up with me for another 15 minutes today. I'm really happy doing these things. It's a lot of fun. Now I feel less and less weird talking into this mic all alone in the man cave. But you know what? That's only going to make the content better. Please give my page a follow on Instagram at BehindTheFounderPOD. Make sure to subscribe on SoundCloud and soon Apple Podcasts when I get around to it. Thank you for your attention. God bless.